Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Don't sweat the technique. Every game tells a different story. Never sweat the technique. I know it's going to be a dogfight, but we're all ready. They're the league's two best teams, the Liberty and the Aces. They square off in game two tonight of the WNBA Finals. Nine Eastern WNBA Countdown kicks off our coverage at eight Eastern. Hey, before we start a new hour, can someone explain what happened here? Hey, Jeff, Saturday, are we okay with linemen flopping? Watch Zach Tom of the Packers. Oh! I like it. I like it. I like it. Hey, acting's just another skill to add to the Yo, resume, my man. I respect it. Uh, look at Max Crosby. Oh, yeah, he throw the flag. The look at that. Atrocious. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised they didn't kick him out of the game. <laughs> you know? Y'all are dirty. I mean, that is dirty. The dirtiest terrible. people on the home field. Golly. Like, literally I, in metaphor. Hey, Max, Max the way you lost play, it. you got stink. Oh. You, you don't take showers. Wow. Uh, the linemen are the worst. Well, I mean, Max, Max was just being mean right there and got called <laughs> <and> for it. <laughs> and with that, we welcome Swagoo into the program officially. We are back. We're coming to you live uh. from the Seaport, brought to you by Chase. And it is time for hour number two. Let's dial it up. We're getting up with half out them Cowboys. Jerry has Dax back through all the flag. But will he track back if the Dallas attack continues to be whack? Then there's Kirk. Not to be a jerk, but he might work if some team wanted to lurk in the murk and throw the Vikings a perk. And then finally, we'll talk about Sean. Will his QB soon be gone? Will Russ prove to be merely a pawn? Or do these two last as long as Kurt Russell and Golden on? Yeah! Questions. Here come the answers. Swagoo, how about it? Come on, Swagoo. That was better than the Carter Ford. Drop the album, album. man. That's it. Drop the album. It's dropping this week. I will be on Spotify. What am I again? I'm Sexy Green. I'm Sexy Green. We were listening to Sexy Green. We were listening to Sexy Red and Makeup this morning. I was stunned. So now I'm Sexy Green. Let's go. Bold predictions. Week six in the NFL starts right now. Dominique, give me a bold prediction. Oh, man. I got the Browns pulling off. The upset. We, we've seen every week this season, the team who we put atop the standings and the most impressive, they get knocked off. That Browns defense is impressive. The quarterback has gotten slightly better so far this season. I see the Browns bouncing back, knocking off the Niners. Wow. Wow. Swagoo, give me a bold prediction. I got Justin Fields going for 325 total yards and three touchdowns against the mm. Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I don't know how bold that is. It's the Vikings. <laughs> But I do think he's going to have a resurgence, have to use his legs. And he obviously, he had a receiver go for 230 last week against the Commanders. I'm sure he's going to try to get in DJ Moore hands a lot this week. Oh. I love it. And it could actually increase the chances of Kirk Cousins getting traded. Kmart, give me a bold prediction. Oh, Greeny, this one pains me. But I'm going to say CJ Stroud will finally throw his first interception Ooh. against Uh-oh. the Saints. Negative. Listen, the Saints, I'm not. I love CJ Stroud, this, but I was looking for bold. Oh, I didn't want to go as bold as Dominique, though. 
Um, but this Saints defense, they're giving up like 15 points a game. I think this is the game that, that CJ gives it up. We will see. And then, Jeff, how about one for Monday night? Boy, Dak's got three tons against the Chargers. Listen, McCarthy, Dak, on the Dak everybody's heard Swagoo talking bad about him. Dak, Monday, Dak's Dan talking trash about Dak and how whack it is. And the boys are selling him out. No, he's going to come back and light it up. I was either going to do that or I was going to do something about the coaches that would have been a lot of fun. No, no, no. I like <laughs> Stick with that. Yeah, so you're yeah. saying he's going to crack back against all the flack oh, talk, his own smack on the attack. And you make know it. Backtrack. Let's see. Jerry little Jones. Little Wheezy or Little Greeny? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't. I'm, I'm sexy I don't green. In the meantime, <laughs> Jerry Jones, yesterday in his regular radio interview, and I cannot wait to hear Marcus's reaction, had this to say about his quarterback. Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl, and that, that's the way that's going to be. Let me be very affirmative. I completely uh, believe that we have the quarterback that can take us where we want to go. My favorite part of that mm. quote is, that's the way that's going to be. <laughs> when you're a billionaire and you own the Dallas Cowboys, you can say that. Uh, Marcus, in the meantime, you played for the Dallas Cowboys. You've heard a lot of these things. What is your perspective? The reaction is, Why? Why do you think that, Jerry? Uh, that, that's the that's like the real rebuttal to what he just said. Because we we've had I texted Foxy during the game, and I was like, bro, I just don't know if four has it, bro. I just don't know if he, if he has it in these situations, and these are like zero and two in the moments. I keep t- I keep going back to that when we get. Oh. Can you win with Dak? Yes. Can you do things and have a high-powered offense? We've seen that happen. What do you do in these situations, all right? And look, let's, let's, let's stop all of the caveats about, well, what about the defense? And what about the play calling? He's had different play callers. Y'all lauded Kelly Moore for being one of the best play callers in the league. They, scored, they couldn't score more than 19 last year in the playoff game. Like, the common denominator is Dak Prescott in this equation. In these particular types of types of games, are we gonna have weeks where we say, "Damn, look at Dak, man, Dak balling! Look how well Dak played." Uh, we bold predicted that Dak gonna throw three touchdowns against the Chargers. He very well might, and the conversation and the narrative will go back and forth. The problem is the seesaw. The seesaw is the problem. It's these games that's important for a quarterback in year eight, thinking that they can go to a Super Bowl, thinking that the roster around him is good enough to do it. It's these games. It ain't all of the ones we talk about when he does well. Everybody's seen that before a number of times. So that, that's really the question is where does it leave us? We can go short term and long. We went long term a little bit earlier this morning. We talked in the long term about whether or not they're going to have a decision about whether they want to pay him $55 million. Let's go short term. Guys, let me know when you have the Micah Parsons stuff ready to go. I think let's just try and get that in here. Do, do we have that ready to go here? Is, is that Can I get that in? Because I wanted to hear Marcus's resp- response to that. Tell me when you have that because they got obliterated 42 to 10. And we saw at one point in the game – uh, George Kittle, Kittle, when he caught his third touchdown, held up his jersey and it said F Dallas Cowboys on it, right? Micah Parsons, who has never known a microphone he didn't want to talk <laughs> into, had a response. And here it is. But I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. Um, we got something for that. Just, just trust. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. Laugh now, cry later. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. Um you going to make it personal? We can make it personal. Uh, that's cool. 
Marcus, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, get, your get your boy. Marcus, go. Marcus. <laughs> yep. Bro, this... <laughs> The score was 42 to 10. It was personal for them. And they've been winning. And it was, how do you go? How do you say this? This team, anybody else, it could have been any other other 30 teams in the NFL. And you could have said if they want to make it personal, we can make it personal. Not this team. The team that's knocked you out the playoffs two years back to back. The team that beat you last year. Like, I don't, What? What are we talking about? And everybody knows, man, I love Michael Parsons. I love the player that he is. We talk about how hard he plays. This dude, unquestioned about what he is on the football field. But this is the type of stuff. He got caught up. He got caught up in the emotional state of losing 42 to 10. Bro, San Francisco been playing this game like it's been personal for the last three years. That's how long it's been personal for them. So I, I just, like, these are the things. You lost, we lost. We took our L. This is what you say. We lost, we took our L. They beat us three times. They can say what they want to say until we do something about it when we play them. Don't say that's, this, though. That's Don't a, say this, Michael. As, as someone with a podcast, that's not what you do when you try to get people to download the podcast. I see you, Michael. It's that thing. You're on, you on Greeny Show right now getting free plugs. Everybody download, rate, review Michael Parsons' podcast. That's all he's doing. That's all he's doing. He's saying salacious stuff so we watch it. It don't matter. They're not going to play any harder because somebody had a T-shirt. The 49ers aren't going to play any harder because Micah said what he said. It's all nonsense and noise that could make it more interesting. It's embarrassing. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> After I get my butt kicked, I'm like, all respect Thank to them. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Behind you. Can you get doors, to yeah. I'm yeah. going to be like, you know what those MFs did of us? We're going to get them. But I'm not going to put it out because it's embarrassing. You yeah. don't talk until you can. How about it, Jeff? You had legendary about. rivalries with teams that you would go back and forth with. Yeah. Obviously, the Patriots. What do you think when you get beat by 32 points coming out and saying? Well, yeah, the, his first comment was, they're not that much better than us. <laughs> right, that was his first comment. The illusion. I mean, I, honestly, I, I, I know, I, I know, I lost one bad playoff game. I don't know that we ever lost like that. So I, I don't even know what it feels like, other than one. But that is a painful way I to lose. I think the Jets once beat you forty-one. They did. They did. Yeah. That was the one I was thinking I of. Thank you for reminding yeah. that. Um, <laughs> listen, just saying. Yeah, I wouldn't go back on and be like, man, we, we were really close to the Jets. I mean, they beat the brakes off of you. Yeah. You know, here's Let's the put thing. it this way: you and I were both at that game, and yeah. we scored the same number That's of exactly points. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I'll, I'll say this about where, where the 49ers are. They are a better football team than the Cowboys, and they are a more physical team than the Cowboys, and they they beat them up. And not just not just by the score. Physically, they beat them up. You saw how many of those dudes were coming up. So the good that's the part that I have a problem with. If it was like, hey man, you know, they they hit a bunch of big plays. No, no, that's there was a lot of tap outs in that game. A lot of dudes, lot, lot of dudes going out of this game. And then you say it, I, that's what I don't like. I'm Let me get a final that. take from Kmart on this. I have breaking news in a second. Go. Pounce out. I'm done. Um no, I mean it just looks ridiculous. Like I need the Cowboys to understand. Like Jerry even said it. Like they, out, they essentially outclassed you, head coaching-wise, offensively, defensively, QB. They have, the Dallas Cowboys showed that they are not at the 49ers level yet. They have a whole season to figure it out, but now they are not.
All right, that said, I have breaking news uh, that we are just getting across. I think we have Shefty's tweet here. Uh, the Colts have placed Anthony Richardson on gingered reserve, sidelining him for at least the next four games. When he went down with that shoulder, I was sure it was a broken collarbone. I believe they're saying it's a sprained AC joint. That Those are the reports that we've heard. One way or another, the Colts have tweeted this as well. Talk to me about this here, Dominique. Yeah, I mean, it's sad to see him miss a couple games uh, for the second time early in the yeah. year. He showed a lot of promise. He's one of the most exciting guys. I think his ceiling is high for these um, rookie quarterbacks has the highest ceiling. Uh, him and Shane Steichen seem to be finding their groove, so it sucks. Yeah. And that uh, it, it's a throwing shoulder, too, which is Yeah, and it's not just a couple games. It's going to be four. Against no, I mean, I'm saying a couple considering – or a couple injuries. I'm sorry. Got yeah, it. the second – he had a concussion right. earlier. So he's going to miss the Jaguars, Browns, Saints, Carolina. This is why it's big because you get Jonathan Taylor back, and now you're in a division that – if they stay competitive, they could potentially win, and now you don't have your rookie quarterback. They got Minshew. Minshew's good. Minshew Min- 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 yeah. has won for him. I mean, here's the reality. It, it, it is devastating for this kid's you know, progress. He has moved. And to your point with he and Shane Steigen, they are, they are finding a true rhythm. The guy is electric with the ball in his hands as well, uh, with his feet. I mean, that's but, the play where he got hurt right here. The, the most concerning thing to me is this is, the, this is the second time. You know what I mean? He got hurt week one, then he, had, then he got hurt week two, and now you come back with this. It's just, a, it's just a tough way to start your career. So if someone were to say this is what happens when you have a quarterback and you run him as much as they are running him, he's going to take a ton of hits, and this is just one of the risks that you it wind up running. It becomes the Josh Allen effect of your style of play makes you special, but it can also be at, yeah. at your own yeah, detriment. It's, yeah. a, it's a risky game, so yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the upside with the risk. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Final word, Marcus. I mean, it's just – I was looking forward to him being Jonathan Taylor being in the backfield at yep. the same time and, and seeing what that looked like, obviously. And the same sentiment as everybody else. You just hate that he has to miss time. But I, I think Jeff makes the best point about just his progression. Like, Anthony has made some throws and some runs and some plays in this league yep. that get you up out of your seat, and you hope it's yeah. just not too stunted by missing this much time. All right, we have much more to go as we continue here if there's any update on that, but the Colts have been tweeting about it and all of that. In the meantime, as we continue, uh, the Vikings, did they make a move yesterday that could suggest something interesting in the future at their quarterback position? We'll talk about that. And then speaking of trade talk, if the Broncos keep losing, should that talk head to Denver? Is Jeff Saturday going to lose his mind when we bring that up? The answer to that is yes. (laughs) Get up on ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. We are back on Get Up, and our next stop is Denver. The Broncos are 1-4. They're last in their division. The Sean Payton and Russell Wilson era has not begun the way they had hoped. Here was Russell this week talking about moving on from a slow start. I think that's the mentality you got to have. you got to be able to be, have amnesia and be able to learn from the mistakes, but also continue to believe and continue to process and continue to practice at the highest level. You know, one pitch at a time, the only way – the only way you, if you're, if you're, you know, one for four, the only way to go two for five is you go up to the plate and, and swing the next one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Came <laughs> right. Uh, your thoughts? I'm so sick of it. I'm yeah. so sick of it. Yeah. Um, the only thing I want amnesia <laughs> from this whole Broncos, like, situation last year, this year, the man has won, like, five games in, in, in like, a season and change. Um, Again, that's not to that's not to say that that Russ isn't playing well. Honestly, in fairness to him, I hate what he says at the podium, but in fairness to him, if you put his numbers next to Patrick Mahomes, they are pretty similar. And he has less interceptions than Mahomes does right now. So I, I think credit to Russ because the bigger problem is is not just his podium speak. It is the entire team, the defense in particular. So Russ is doing a good enough job. My whole thing about the Broncos is, is Russ being good, good enough? That's not, that's not the litmus test. And, 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 of course, we're talking about the marriage. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. Is Russell just a pawn, or is it going to be Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn? The Chiefs, <laughs> the Chiefs, tomorrow night the Broncos play at Kansas City. Yes. They are a double-digit underdog. If they lose that game, they're 1-5. It, do, could we see any kind of significant move? Let's start with Jeff Saturday, whose head is going to explode. Oh. Could we see any kind of significant move Don't to break up that relationship this quickly? Jeff. Good heavens. Don't this is it. what happens Don't when y'all go it. in the makeup room together. Y'all all get high. <laughs> Listen to some crazy music y'all all, y'all all referencing on the show. Listen, I don't buy into all that nonsense. I don't want to hear it. I ain't involved in it. This is crazy talk. Y'all all high. That's true. That's true. What she just said, this dude's numbers are better than Patrick Mahomes. You're going to trade away a quarterback. Good luck 
going to find him. Here's what happens with Russell Wilson. People don't like him, and so now all of a sudden he's struggling. People think he's corny. He says funny things, whatever it is. And they try to take shots at this dude. He, You will win because of Russell Wilson, and that is the bottom line. And there aren't that many quarterbacks in it. Y'all act like they just fall off a tree, bro. Your favorite team can't find a way to get out of their own way at that position. You would want to get rid of a guy who's thrown 11 tuds and two interceptions? Absolutely. Let me you ask would, you a question, You though. would beg for Russell Wilson's number Let on this team to win games. Is Russell Wilson going to play as, as well against the Chiefs as Zach Wilson did? It, if, they, if they lose, it don't matter. If, you, if you're giving up he's 70 points, I don't care what quarterback you got back there. Like, it's like, could he have outperformed Tua? Not if your defense has given up 70. Like, again, <laughs> context matters. Like, everybody acts like a quarterback runs out there by himself and plays these games one-on-one. They don't. They have 10 other guys and then 11 playing the other side that are historically freaking bad. Like, get off Russell Wilson. Am I going to trade him? I'm going to do what? The dude's been playing with this coach for five freaking weeks. Like, we just say some dumb stuff about <laughs> trading some dude. This guy is a good football player. Give him time. And whether you like him, you hate him. I didn't have to like half the dudes I play with. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. You go to work. Talk and that's what dudes him. need to do for the Broncos. Go win some freaking games. Can I get Marcus in on this? I'm dying to hear what you think. Swag, yeah, go. Yeah, we want to hear it, Marcus. I like I like mad Jeff. I like mad Dang. Jeff. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. L- listen, I don't know. I- I'm gonna give you another. I'm gonna give you another way to think about it, Jeff. I don't think it would have anything to do with his play. I think it would just have a reset for Sean Payton and this new uh, ownership. I'm with you, bro. I don't think Russ is the problem at all in Denver. But when you got, you know how this goes in organizations. When you got everything going bad. The first guy that they go to is who can we get the most compensation for to try to build under Sean Payton's image? I'm just giving a scenario. I don't know if that's how they're thinking. I don't know if that's how Sean Payton is thinking. But if you were going to look at this season and look at last season, both of which Russ was um, a part of, and you say, you know what? We just want to wipe the slate clean with new ownership and a new head coach and start from scratch. You start, I think they're going to start with Russell Wilson, which is unfortunate, which I don't think is smart. But when we listen to Sean Payton talk coming into this season about what Russell Wilson needs to do, how he needs to ingratiate himself, it's some it's something to be said for your guy. Like, and, and I don't know if that's the case, and I don't know if that's the way Sean Payton is thinking, but I'm sure if this team, we start to see this team go one and five, one and six. One and seven, and they don't have a successful year. I think it's feasible to think about the potential of Russell Wilson uh, being traded and him just wiping the whole thing out. I guess so. I mean, Patrick Sertan is the best, most valuable probably player that they have on that roster right now if they're going to blow it all up. I think it's early to blow it all up, but I get your point. They're still connected to Russell until 2026, I think, is the first time they can reasonably get from under that contract. So they still can rebuild with Russell as the quarterback, but – I get the idea. It's yep. not something I support. I would rather be on angry Jeff's side and oh. say, good quarterbacks are hard to find. Let's not blow up anything Here, that involves getting no, rid of quarterbacks. No, I don't support Here, it. Here's the, here's the reality, though. I don't if support If the it. Broncos believe that Russ is not to blame for, for what's happening, you keep him. But if anybody in that organization 
is still not sure that you can win a Super Bowl with Russ, then you have to, with a new head coach, you have to look at everything in totality. I, I, I agree with you because his numbers say he is not the problem, the only yeah. problem here. But let me but leave see, that there for the moment, Marcus. See, I'll come I, back to it. Oh, go ahead, I, go ahead. I have to because we got an aging superstar. We got a young superstar making his debut last night. Ooh. Connor Bedard on the ice in Pittsburgh. And you think he's a little green? How about this? He forgot his stick. He's walking around before they get, wait a minute, I left one thing in the locker room. He's got to go back and get the stick. Connor Bedard, spectacular, taking his traditional rookie lap in the entire hockey world with their eyes on him. Five minutes to go in the first, Blackhawks are down 1-0. Bedard crashing, denied by Tristan Jarry. Couple nice chances for Bedard in his first NHL period. Nine minutes to go in the second, same score. Blackhawks goalie is going to lose his stick. And Sidney Crosby is going to make him pay off the give and go. 551st career goal for Crosby. Penguins lead it 2 0. A few minutes later, same score. Here we go. Bedard, this nice little pass. And eventually it's Ryan Donato scoring a rebound goal. First NHL point for Connor Bedard. There will be many to come. Blackhawks cut the lead to 2 1. Now tied to 2. Corey Perry, the redirect. Jason Dickinson will score. Bedard, one assist, five shots. Blackhawks win. 4-2 is the final. And we all just want to wish uh, the very best to our buddy Barry Melrose. You've probably heard already by now Barry retiring after 30 years at ESPN and 50 years in the game of hockey. I can't say anything better than my friend Steve Levy said yesterday except that to know Barry Melrose is to love him, and I have loved him for 30 years and more. We wish him and his family nothing but the best, and uh, and we look forward to seeing him as soon as we possibly can. Thank you, Barry, for everything you have done for us and for the sport itself. All right, we'll take a quick break. As we continue, the Vikings make a big move that may signal the end of Captain Kirk in Minnesota. Should they trade him right now? We're just trading quarterbacks all along. Plus, Jeff has handed out the pancakes. Swagoo gets his turn next. We'll show you the quarterbacks who desperately need new security right after this. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, at the bottom of the hour, breaking news here on Get Up, adding to the story we told you of earlier that Anthony Richardson is going on injured reserve, which means a minimum of four weeks. Adam Schefter is now tweeting that he's expected to miss four to eight, depending on his rehab and whether or not he would still need surgery on his throwing shoulder. The Colts are giving him time, so nothing can or has to be rushed. That's much I don't like that at all. All right. I'm just looking at the face of of Jeff Saturday, of course, extremely invested in the organization as you are. Tell me what that means here. Yeah, I I don't like that. When you're talking about coming back in four weeks and then evaluating whether you're still going to have to require surgery, I mean, you're talking about this kid. That, that's that's a significant injury and one that is concerning, especially on your throwing shoulder. I mean, as a rookie, and, and what this guy has already done in the relationship between he and Steichen and what they've done, you know, kind of finding a rhythm together and how electric this guy can be, uh, that, 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 that hurts my heart, right? Will, that is, it's terrible news. Terrible. I, no, it, it goes without saying. We don't need to sit up here and tell you this is terrible news. He's a dynamic, exciting young player, yeah. and the sport is obviously worse for not having him available. He has been knocked out, Dominique, of three of the four games in yeah. which he has played. Is there any reason we should be wondering if, with as raw as he was coming out of college, with everyone knowing that he needed – I mean, the, 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 I, I do the draft. All anyone said about him was unbelievably high ceiling but needs a lot of time to learn. Is it reasonable to be wondering if the fact that he was out there sooner than perhaps he should have been has contributed to all this injury? It doesn't seem like that. I mean, it seems the, the plays are not connected. The injuries are not connected. It just happened. But if, I, if someone can put some sort of positive spin on this, this is an opportunity for him to focus on those mental parts of the game and, uh, and learn the more intricate parts of the offense and reading defenses going forward. And, and what people were talking about, I think he should. He was not overwhelmed with the game yeah. at all. This guy was making plays. I mean, you saw that last touchdown where he steps up in the pocket and dumps over the left. So people thought he was going to be overwhelmed with the middle part of the game. He he clearly showed this guy is he can play in this league. Now, how high the ceiling is, I have no idea. But he clearly showed that wasn't going to be a detriment to him playing as early as he did. So I wouldn't say it was because he played early. It's the style, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the, that's always the question whether. Lamar Jackson, whether, I mean, you know, when you're, when you're running the football and trying to make yards and you take those shots, how, how can you protect yourself? That's the part that's disappointing. All right. Yeah. Again, go ahead. Final No, word. not just Lamar. J- Josh Allen. These yeah. are the yeah. things yeah. I mean, like any, QBs any, right. have to understand, yes, you are big. You can run guys over. But at your position, you don't need to. Yeah. All right. Let me leave that there for the moment. We, yeah, we all have our thoughts on this. smarter runner. Yeah. All right, Marcus, I'm going to start with you on this next one here because we have sneaky Big news coming out of Minnesota. Just sneaky. (laughs) Yesterday, the Vikings, they were working out Colt McCoy, a young quarterback, not so young, I guess, veteran quarterback, who everyone says can come in and learn a system fast no matter where he goes. He's been on every team in the league. And yesterday, with the news that Justin Jefferson is an IR, the Vikings are working him out. It's very interesting, very interesting, sneaky little move. And so if I were Brian Windhorst, I might say, hmm, Should we be considering the possibility, Marcus, (laughs) that there is another reason 
why they might be interested in bringing Colt McCoy <laughs> into their team uh, because maybe they're going to trade their starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins, before the deadline in three weeks. Marcus, what do you think? <laughs> do the fake pass again. Colt McCoy, you got to come on in there. <laughs> what do you think? I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I think this. I think it makes sense to be to be looking uh, for trade possibilities for Kirk Cousins when you think about not only the final year his contract, but the Vikings and and, and potentially where they want to go as an organization as well. And knowing that you have Justin Jefferson coming up. Um, for a contract and maybe wanting to start anew. I don't think the Vikings planned on being here, and I think the adjustment is being made now about where they want to go in the future as far as their quarterback position. Now, Kirk Cousins would be a great commodity, and obviously we know you want him in New York, G. So I think that's a possibility of something that you would absolutely think about um, barring they lose again. Like, this team is one and four, man. Like, it's yeah. a lot of decisions that's being made in this front office. When you start thinking about Kirk Cousins, the money that he's made, where they yeah. haven't gone, and where they could potentially start this thing over at. Why does Dominic look like this? Because this trade is going to require a lot of people to agree. It's going to require Aaron Rodgers to like it. It's going to require the Jets organization mm. to like it. It's going to require the Vikings to like it. And it's also going to require Kirk Cousins to like it because he has a no, no trade clause. And I assume that Kirk Cousins, were, if the trade is on the table, he's probably going to want a contract to boot. And you know what the Jets are not going to do is commit to Kirk Cousins any time past this. Let me take the Jets out of the equation. Let's say another contender in the next two weeks loses their quarterback. And again, Kirk Cousins would be a rental. This happens in baseball every single year. Someone on July 30th trades for a player who's in the last year of his contract who's going to come in and try and make a pennant run. And that's all this would be, whether it's the Jets or anybody else. Yeah, then it's worth the Vikings considering because then you have so much leverage. And right. I think a team that is at, at the end of their window that needs a quarterback, I think if it happened, well, I don't want to put it, wish it on anybody, but right. obviously mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins would be a valuable starter for any team that feels like they're quarterback away. And there are lots Absolutely. of quarterbacks who have recent injury concerns in offense and teams that are dependent on an offense. So it makes sense then because I, I would hold up that team for first yeah. round after first round pick. All right, you yelled at us about Russell. How about this one? Uh, th this one would make sense to me. I don't know that it makes sense to Kirk Cousins. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, even if a team is a contender, the contract afterwards, what, are you, what situation are you walking into? You know, is, is this something, an area he's going to move all of a sudden? He and his, I don't know how many kids they got, but it's a lot. Like, what, whatever all those things go into, <laughs> it's, it's how do you make that final decision? And again, what's the, what's, the, what's the added incentive or added incentive for Kirk Cousins? The Jets, to me, would make the most sense because what they are and what he would be a true rental. You go somewhere else, I just don't feel like. Right. I mean, the, the, the incentive is as it is for these baseball players all the time. You're on a team that's hopelessly out of it. You got a chance to try and play for a team that is in it for a couple right. of months. And then at the end of the season, you're in the same place you would have been anyway, choosing your next spot. Your wife and kids don't have to move with you. But you're I'm literally it, talking yeah, about yeah. Leave the months. family it's where it is. Of your life. Greeny doesn't care about the family. What do you think? Um, I love Greeny the family can stay with me. Greeny trying to make baseball go. logic fit with football. I have more faith that Stephen A. can reach home plate than I do oh. in the Jets being able oh. to wow. get Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry, Greeny. Like That's just it. where we're at. Stephen A. taking shrapnel this morning for no obvious <laughs> reason. Go ahead, uh, Marcus. Final word. I want to forget about the Jets. I'm about to throw it in. I'm about to throw this in the air, and I want to see how y'all think about this. 
What do y'all think about Kirk going back to the Washington Commanders? Um, mm. No. You like that. No. You, you like, like that. that. No, we hate you that. You like, like that? I like no, Sam like Howell. We hate that, bro. No. <laughs> I want to see, I'd rather see Jacoby Brissett on the field before I see Kirk Cousins in Washington again. No, I've covered that. No. That? Marcus, I liked it, but okay. I'm the only one taking okay. up here. Okay, but you know what? The Be fun nice. is going to get young, a little dialed up now receivers. because it is time for Swagoo to tell us which quarterbacks Ooh. need new security. Ooh. Let's go. Now it is time for Swagoo's revenge. We ain't worried about you, Let Swagoo. Let's get the security. Okay, let's go. Y'all need all the security. <laughs> hey, man, this is the guy that you got to protect. When are you supposed what? to pick up a flip? Lord have mercy, y'all. That is a travesty. You need new security. This is absolute malpractice. Call everybody. <laughs> Do you know you in a football game? You need new security. Oh, that was so much fun. All right, so earlier this morning, Jeff Saturday handed out the pancakes. Now it is time for what we call Swagoo's Revenge. He will tell us which quarterbacks need new security. Take it, big fella. All right, first and, first and foremost, I said that draft day and I was pissed off because Howard Roseman made this move. And he went and got Jalen Carter to do this Ooh, type of stuff, God, the quarterbacks. And look at Pope Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is playing oh. phenomenal. But look at this center. Stand no chance for the Los Angeles Rams. And gets Matthew Stafford hit. Matt looking at his center like, bro, you know I've been in this league for 40 years. I can't evade this. This is Jalen Carter. This is what he's going to be doing. Three and a half sacks on the year. Matt Stafford knew I needed new security. Matt Stafford said, did Aaron Donald go over there and change his damn uniform and start playing for the Philadelphia Eagles? I don't know how this dude got back here this fast. Matt, you need new security. My man Max Johnson from Texas A&M, Lord have mercy. They, yeah. they, they, they left Bama for dead. Oh. My, my dog, Paul Pondo, was talking about what would happen. This is, this is just absolute destroying your whole security team, okay? This is when the security don't have nothing but tasers, and they scared and can't pull them out their pocket, okay? They can't pull them out their pocket because they nervous, and they stuck in their belt, so they can't do nothing. And everybody just break through the crowd. They rush it. Look at Max. Look at Max. Damn, Jimbo. What type of protection was that, dog? I needed help, and nobody was out here to help me. Pull out your tasers or something, dog. <laughs> and last but not least, my man Daniel Jones, bro. Zach oh, First of all, he got held on this, y'all. So the security <laughs> tried something. At least they tried something, Jeff Saturday. But it still didn't work. Because when a man is hungry, a man got to eat. And when you ain't going to deny a man from eating, and Zach had to eat. So Daniel Jones needs security. Daniel Jones, you know what your security is behind this offensive line? Them two legs that's attached to your body. That is your security. Run. 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 Oh, run. Those were, listen, the first play, he, the, the, he couldn't yeah, even Jalen, scream throw it. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Carter was already back there fast. He can't even stop. And he only got hit. Like, how did that nope. happen? But the felt like a dream. Oh, oh, felt oh. like a dream. All the linemen land on top of each other. It's you embarrassing. Don't, don't pile up the security it's guards. It's embarrassing. I don't know if we can rack that one again, but the, the second one, oh. Oh, they all go like bowling pins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they like start falling and on top of each other, all around TV. each other. That that yeah, might be my new favorite one of all time. Here it is again. The offensive line. I mean, Jeff, what happened? Oh, oh, my favorite is the sitters looking at guard like, you stepped on my foot. <laughs> you stepped on my foot, man. Uh-uh. You stepped on me. Uh-uh. And the center trip oh. guard is Get embarrassing. Up, oh, my <laughs> God. That's <laughs> so awful. He's saying it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs>
That's oh, so terrible Jeff, to watch. Go get your boys, Jeff. We, we, they, they, <laughs> go get your boys, Jeff, Saturday. The only thing I wish they would have done mess. is reach up. Look at the swagger. quarterback. Have them reach up and grab somebody. His <laughs> leg, grab something. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh new security. It is a winner, <laughs> oh. as always. Coming up, we've seen five weeks of football. Which quarterbacks have the most at stake the rest of the way? Foxy will tell you what the Foxy Five. And, Dominique, we also have this for you. Trivia today. It's a great question. Which player has the most defensive pressures in the NFL this season? I, I, okay. The answer. He thinks he knows it. Oh, I saw that real quick. We'll find out next. Fired up. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, here we go with uh, Dominique and the trivia. We just saw Swagoo highlighting the best pass rushers of the week. So the question is, which player in the NFL has the most total defensive pressures this season? This is a kind of a tough one. There are a lot of really good pass rushers in the NFL. I got a text from Orlowski, so I'm not going to pick what he picks because I know go. if Dan's telling me it's wrong, I'm going to go with my first choice was the rookie. Jalen Carter. What did Dan tell you to take? He told me to take Hutchinson. What did Jeff Saturday say? I said Carter. He liked he liked my Carter pick. He told you there was no chance Ooh. it was Aiden oh, Hutchinson. Oh, oh, Jeff Dang. Saturday. Jeff Saturday. I'm watching this. He goes, uh, Oh, no chance. No bro. chance. No Dang. chance it's Aiden Hutchinson, bro. I'm sorry, Dan. This is my this is my imitation of Jeff Saturday. No chance it's him. No bro. chance. <laughs> no chance. How many does Carter got? Uh, uh. Uh, Carter is not even on the list. Uh, the, the number is Aiden Hutchinson has 26, Max Crosby has 24, TJ Watt, Micah Parsons, and Cam Jordan. Oh, man. Cam That's Jordan. the list. Rising Carter guy. has 12. So he's not even 12. close. Ugh. I tell you. Oh, somebody, said it somebody will say it again. Checking. Trust Orlovsky. <laughs> You've never said that in your life. Never. No, but I'm going to start. Okay. Dan it's was time right. now for the Foxy Five. Here we go. With our own Dominique Foxworth every week, we ask him to choose his top five, this, that, or the other. And this week, it's going to be your five quarterbacks who have the most at stake the rest of this season, beginning at number five. Number five yes. on my list of Foxy Fives that I definitely met, made in and committed to heart is Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. He has a lot at stake this year. I think they, though he was a first-round pick, I don't believe that they have a lot of faith in Kenny Pickett. I know that Matt Canada will probably go before Kenny Pickett does, but if he doesn't make it this year, I don't see them committing to him long time. Number four, the obvious one is Justin Fields. He's in a similar situation, but with a lot of talent. He's uh, a little bit more pressure on Justin Fields because they haven't been able to put it together so far. But the last two weeks, really impressive. Justin Fields is encouraging, so there's less pressure on him right now considering what he's been doing lately. Number three, surprising pick, it's Tua. Mm. I think there's a lot of pressure on Tua for the obvious reasons about him staying healthy. If he has another injury this year, there may not be another chance for him going forward. And with the way this offense is currently constructed, the way that they're performing, I think Tua has a ton of pressure on him, and he's raised the expectations. Yeah. Number two, Kirk Cousins. 
I think Kirk Cousins is playing for another shot. Yeah. Without Justin Jefferson, I think we get a real honest look at how good Kirk Cousins is. And if another team next season is going to be interested in um, attaching their team to Kirk Cousins. And no one's going to grab him unless they're a Super Bowl contender. Huh. He's not a rebuilding type of quarterback. So he's playing for a chance to run, make a run at a Super Bowl. It's a lot like of pressure. That. Number one, less of a surprise, Mac Jones. Mac Jones had an impressive rookie year where he didn't mess things up. He made just enough plays to get this team in the playoffs. Since then, it's been a mess. We had last year, we could point to the coordinators as being the problem. This year, you could say that there are a bunch of other issues like receivers and protection, and Belichick's uh, roster construction. However, what it's going to come down to is Mac Jones doesn't do anything so special that anybody's going to give him another chance unless he can prove that he can make plays. Because his, his value is the mental part of the game. Right. We're not seeing him make consistent good decisions. No, I think that's right. I think it's been surprisingly bad from him so far. And there's been a lot of question as to whether or not he's going to get benched. It seems that if he's going to, it will not be this week. Mike Reese, who covers the Patriots for us, just tweeted a few minutes ago that at Bill Belichick's press conference this morning, he was asked if Mac Jones will be starting Sunday in what shapes up to be a very interesting game against the Raiders. And, he, and Belichick said, yeah, we're not making any changes. So as of this moment, at least, Belichick saying he's sticking with Mac Jones. And I say that game is interesting because it's Josh McDaniels, who was the coach there, yeah. and it's Jimmy Garoppolo, who, uh, of course, was the quarterback once upon a time in New England. Before we get to whatever rebuttal you want to make, let me go around the room. Yeah. Neek says Mac Jones is the quarterback with the most at stake. Kmart, who do you think it is? Uh, who did Russell. I say? Russell, Russell Wilson. Yes, because uh, he's older. Mm. And the, the amount of players, the amount of compensation that was given up for him, and you need to know if he can win you a Super Bowl. And, Jeff, you said Justin I'm going Fields. Justin Fields, isn't he? He's, he's played well the last couple of weeks. He's, he's kind of moving his way back. But this was going to be a tear-down rebuild for a whole organization. That's a ton of pressure to carry on your shoulders, especially what's happened here in the past. I like where he is. Though. Well, I've been waiting all morning for someone to say what Marcus said because I agree with him. Go ahead, Swagoo. Why does Dak Prescott have the most at stake the rest of this season? Yeah, this is about narrative of who he is as a quarterback. I think the defining season for Dak Prescott is right now and, and what he's going to be going forward. We can either throw him in that, that, that plate of just a good quarterback who's solid that you may have a chance to win with if he plays at a level and everything around him is, is right and in, in the proper way. Or is he a guy that you think can be a franchise guy and every year you could be knocking on the door potentially uh, winning a Super Bowl or going deep into the playoffs, NFC Championship, wherever he lands. I think the narrative on Dak Prescott will be written this year about who he is and what you can actually do with him as your starting quarterback. I agree with that, and I will take it a step farther, which is to say I think he's now also playing to get paid like he is in that upper echelon. Maybe he's guaranteed that anyway. Maybe with the world that we live in today, if he were to somehow become available on the open market, some team is going to throw those 50-something million dollars a year at him. If it were me, I would have a little more of a wait-and-see approach. I need to see something the rest of this season that makes me sure I'm going to give him that kind of yeah, contract. Yeah, I, I get it, but I think someone will be desperate enough to pay him. But I do like Marcus's um, his rationale, is that Dak has a chance to be moved into a different conversation. Yeah. And he's playing for that. So you you think there'd be a, a yeah. good market for Kirk Cousins, but you're not sure about... It's a different market. I don't think Kirk Cousins is getting paid like Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are. I think that Dak Prescott thinks he is, mm -hmm. and I think that he might. So here's the thing about Dak. I, 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 what gets me is 
if you look at all 30, 31 other teams, I think if you look at them on a list, I think most would say, yeah, we'd actually prefer Dak over the guy we have. Um, but when I talk to people around the league, the word that came up yesterday in one conversation was purgatory. Um, like someone said to me, Dak is sort of in this no man's land of, of QB quality, which shocked me because I actually think he's a very good quarterback. But when I think about Jerry Jones and Dak, to me, it begs the question of like a marriage that's like a six and a half, seven. You think it's, it's decent, some good times, but are we actually, is that high going to be high enough? Some, for some teams, that six and a half, seven, we're always competitive, we're always good. I can live with that. Other teams are saying that is not good enough. We need to make a change. Clearly, Jerry Jones believes his marriage to Dak is a nine on a scale of one to ten. So that's in Dallas, they're good. But but I am shocked that more teams around the league. Yeah, I mean that's the question. Does he really believe that, or is he just saying it? Marcus, I'll give you the final word here. We just have thirty seconds left. Does he really believe it? I don't, I don't think he believes that. I think he has to say what he needs to say because he's his starting quarterback who he paid and justified what he paid him um, in order to be in this position that he in. But if you if you believe that about Dak, then you haven't been watching Dak in critical situations. The same answers and the same questions come up every time they're playing for something or the odds are not stacked in their favor. I would love to keep talking about this. We are out of time. First take is going to start in a minute. (laughs) Jeff is dying to jump in. I'll give you a chance to correct that in a minute. Game two, best of the WNBA finals, best of five series is tonight at 9 Eastern on ESPN and the app. Asia Wilson and the defending champion Aces leading the series after their 17-point game one win. WNBA countdown starts our night tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern. First take coming up top of the hour. Is Dak the weak link? Will Jordan Love be the next Green Bay great? Molly, Stephen A., Kmart, Mark and Man Dog, top of the hour on ESPN. Our next UFC fight night on ESPN Plus is Saturday from Vegas, highlighted by our featherweight main event. Rising contender Sadiq Youssef takes on the veteran striker Edson Barboza. Prelims start 4 Eastern, followed by the main card at 7 Eastern time. Jeffrey and Kmart going to stick around. We'll do radio. We'll be coast-to-coast with you in 60 seconds. Meanwhile, the fun continues here with First Take Now. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 